0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلّي على رسول الكريم بعد قال الله تعالى أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم خذ العفو وأمر بالعرف وأعرض عن الجاهلين وقال تعالى ولا تستوي الحسنة ولا السيئة إذا بالتي هي أحسن الَّذِي بَيْنَكَ وَبَيْنَهُ عَدَاوَةٌ كَأَنَّهُ وَلِيٌّ حَمِيمٌ يُلْقَاهَا إلَّا الَّذِينَ صب- وَمَا يُلْقَاهَا إلَّا, صبروا وما يلقاها إلا ذو عَظِيمٌ صدق اللَّهُ الْعَظِيمُ continuing with the chapter which deals with forbearance, composure, and soft-naturedness. This verse of the Quran, the second verse in the introduction of this chapter that Imam Nawi Rahimallah brings. It's a verse that has passed on few occasions in other chapters also, very brief verse of the Qur'an in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us three injunctions. We find that in the Arabic language what we call Amr, an injunction or the imperative sense. In the Qur'an it constitutes that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes us Compulsory upon us Allah Ta-A'la says wa'mur anil Three imperatives, three commands The first of which Is Allah Ta-A'la says Adopt forgiveness In other words in dealing With your fellow human being, you must be someone who does not hold a grudge, is not always motivated by a desire for revenge, or to gain the upper hand, or to even gain back your right. When given, when faced with the situation wherein you can demand your, because the word afwa means forgive. So the only time you're going to forgive someone is if they did something wrong to you if they've eaten up your haqq, your right. And unfortunately we are living in an era or period where almost every day we have this, that somebody did something wrong to me, somebody has taken some right. Even when we are wrong also we feel we are right. So when faced with this kind of situation you have one of two options. Either you can get back at the person, demand your right, you may even be fair and equitable in other words you only recover to the extent of the wrong or what happens more often than not is he did one wrong to you you react in a manner where you do a worse wrong to him this more often than not unfortunately happens however what is Allah Ta'ala telling us Allah Ta'ala says let it go forgive Allow that person to get the upper hand over you. And interestingly, the Arabic language, there are many nuances, underlying tones in expressions in Arabic. For example, Allah said, O'afu, O'afu means forgive. O'Allah said, If'alil Af," Allah could have commanded you that, Take a stance of forgiveness. But instead of that, what does the Quran say? Khud. Now, the word khud in Arabic normally you will use for grabbing onto something. Akhadah ya'akhud means he took something. So Allah, Allah is saying, grab hold of forgiveness. Now, this logically, the word khud in this context is completely out of context. You don't tell somebody to grab hold of forgiveness. Why does Allah talla say grab hold of forgiveness? In other words, two, two important messages immediately we can learn. One is you will use this kind of expression when something is very difficult to do. It's not easy. Somebody wronged you, you are on the right, he has taken your haqq instinctively your nature will demand, will cause you to try to get back that right. So khudh, grab hold of forgiveness. In other words, this is something that is going to be difficult, but Allah Ta'ala is commanding you with it, so and giving you an imperative command. And it is so, so this is from this we can see why the Quran uses the word khudh. Second meaning of this is that when something is very very difficult, obviously Allah is commanding and Allah Ta'ala has greater love and compassion for us than even our own parents. Allah is the most merciful, the most kind. So Allah Ta'ala wants to give us something. And Allah Ta'ala knows that this is going to be against your nature But Allah wants you to get that great reward So this is why Allah Ta'ala says Hold on to forgiveness Third meaning we can get from this is that Like we find in another hadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Where Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam encouraged us That in every condition and circumstance Ta'aa." He said, hold on to listening and to obedience. And then we find that expression in that hadith, Addu alayha bin Addu alayha bin means bite onto it. In other words, never ever let it go. Akhlaq, character, akhlaq and character, khusni khuluk is what? Af forgiveness. The greatest enemies of Islam, the greatest enemies of Rasulullah Sallallahu they became Aashiqe Rasool true devotees of Nabi Akxaml sallallahu when they were exposed to this quality of Rasulullah sallallahu that he did not bear grudges he forgave not just forgave forgave from the heart Abar bin Aswad pierced the dagger into the stomach of Zainab radiAllahu ta'ala anha causing her later on to lose her life also and causing her at that time to abort the child which was the grandchild of Rasulullah sallallahu a defenceless woman who posed no no threat whatsoever. She was alone, going on a camel, leaving from Makkah Mukarramah, to go and join her father. Such a merciless act, and yet, not only did Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam forgive him, not only did he give him the dowd of Islam, make dua for his hidayat, but Allah's Rasul sallallahu commanded the Sahaba thereafter when he accepted Islam that don't even remind him about the wrong that he did. This is khudil afwa, from the heart to forgive, to let it go. And then, how they became the true devotees of Nabi al sallallahu alayhi when they were exposed to this type of akhlaq and character. We can see how important, although it's very brief, this verse of the Qur'an, we can see how important the message of this verse was when we find certain riwayat, for example, Abdullah bin Abbas رضي الله ta'ala anhu when he makes tafsir of this of the expression that's found in this verse, he says, Amrum Bis Indal Ghadab wabil afwa Before we go to, to the riwayat of Abdullah bin Abbas, رضي الله ta'ala Anhuma, we find that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam is mentioned in one narration that when this verse of the Quran came down, خُذِ Afwa وَأْمُرْ بِالْعُرْفِ وَآْرِضَنِ الْجَاهِلِينَ Adopt forgiveness, instruct goodness, and ignore the ignorant. That's a literal translation. Allah Allah's Rasul wasallam asked Jibreel, that, that O oh Jibreel, مَا هَذَا يَا Jibril What does this verse actually mean? What does Allah want from me? Jibreel went back to Allah subhanahu wa Ta'ala and then he came back. With the response from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that, إِنَّ اللَّهَ أَمَرَكْ أَنْ تَعْفُوْ عَمَنْ ظَلَمَكْ وَتُعْطِيْ مَنْ حَرَمَكْ وَتَصِلْ مَنْ قَطَعَكْ We mentioned this before. That in Riwayat we find that Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم said that akhlaq and character is broken up into 360 parts. There are 360 aspects of akhlaq and character One hadith we find he said 70 parts He said haya and shame Modesty also is part of iman but In any case 360 parts akhlaq and character is made up of And Nabi sallallahu alayhi Told Abu Bakr ta'ala anhu That anyone who comes before Allah With any of the 360 parts Allah will give them jannat so Abu Bakr asked that Ya Rasulullah Are any of the 360 parts of akhlaq and character Found in me Nabi said Oh Abu Bakr all 360 are found in you But 360 That is something It will look like a mountain How are you going to climb such a mountain 360 parts So Ulema Ikram say that in This hadith The one that We are mentioning now and like that certain other ahadith, ah- 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 we find that the nature, the essence, the crux of the akhlaq and character of Rasulullah has been condensed into three things. I mentioned this before, I mentioned it again. I mentioned it a few times actually. And they say if you want to understand akhlaq Muhammad, what is the akhlaq of Muhammad wasallam, and you want to reach the pinnacle, the heights of iman, and in Akhirat, you want to be the inheritors of jannah not just Jannat, but Jannatul Firdos. Then you have to bring these three things, which is the nature and the essence of the akhlaq of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Inna Allah Amarak This verse of the Qur'an comes down, Khudil Afwa wa'mur bil Arf Wa'aridhanil Jahilin Adopt forgiveness. Instruct with that which is good, in other words, in forgiving also, do not compromise. If the object of forgiveness of a person is when, not when you are going to forgive him and he's going to become worse. Forgive him because of love in your heart that you want him to change. And you want him also to develop. bil Urf. Command, enjoy that which is good. And impediments, obstacles will always be there particularly to a person who is engaged in the effort of Dawat and Tabligh, engaged in the work of ambiya Ali as salam you're not going to get roses thrown at you, you'll get thorns thrown at you, if you are sincere. The path will be embedded with difficulty. You will face those who are not listening to you, those who totally oppose you, it's more often than not on the basis of ignorance. So what does Allah Ta'ala tell you? Go fight with them, get upset with them, no. Forgive Enjoying good. bil Be miftahan lil khair. Be an opening for goodness. And in the face of blatant ignorance, in the face of blatant ignorance, Allah Ta'ala says, اعرض, Ignore it. Don't let it affect you. This is an ajib verse of the Qur'an, my respect. To you can ponder and ponder. the so many asbaq and lessons. So many... Hidden jewels that are found in this command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Khud, hold on to forgiveness. Have a clean heart, let it go. Don't demand revenge. Let go your right. And in that, be a source, be manba'lil khayr, be a spring of goodness. And join goodness to people. Let your relationship with them be such that you bring them closer to deen, closer to Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And obviously in the face of ignorance and obstacle, A'arid, let it go. Nevertheless, Allah asked Jibreel that what is the true meaning of this verse and like I said it was the nature and essence and of the akhlaq of Nabi Apaq. InshaAllah will continue SubhanAllah.